This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome, everyone, to Han Shot First. I'm Jeff. Joining me as usual are Scott and Alex. Say hello, guys. Hey. Hello. <laughs> and joining us today is reoccurring guest Brian. Hello. Hello. All right. Today we're going to be talking about Top Gun. Scott, since this is your topic, take it away. Okay. Uh, starting. And my breath. Bong, <laughs> <laughs> bong. Man, this is going to be a great music bum, episode. Bum. So, we're talking specifically Top Gun, uh, starting with the tragic death scene of Goose. Spoilers. And I can't speak for everybody else's list this week, but uh, mine's going to be very spoiler-heavy. I imagine it would be for everybody else's. Of course. So, we're just going to throw that out here at the beginning, even more so than our usual episodes. So, uh, yeah, Top Gun, Mav and Goose are out on a training exercise, and they get caught in a jet wash. <laughs> And they wind up in the water. Uh, on the way out, uh, Goose hits his head on the, the ejection port, and I think he, it looks like he breaks his neck. Like they never really say exactly what happens to him. Um, would you guys agree? Well, his nose is his face is all like bloodied up from inter- it looked like internally. So I think it more scrambled his brains than broke his neck, but it might have broken his neck too. And he was dead when he hits the water. It's kind of sad. And- Maverick freaks out, and they go through the whole uh, trial thing. Let him go, sir. You gotta let him go. <laughs> yeah. The the Coast Guard? Or is it the... I don't even know at that point. But they, yeah, they come and get him. There's some... I think there's a montage at that point uh, of him being sad. And then they... <laughs> a sad montage. Well, yeah, the saddest kinda, of all montages. I, I think it's a him. He's... He keeps saying, it's no good, it's no good. He can't engage. Right, right, yeah. He keeps going up back in the air, and yeah. uh, his his new Rio yells at him about taking the shot, and Tom Cruise freaks out. Does the new Rio it's... live across the sand? And he says, I'll take the shot when I'm goddamn good and ready. You could have had him, Mav. Good old yeah. Sundown. Sundown from Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah, that's right. Clarence Gilliard Jr.? <laughs> Jr.? I think, he, I think his the name was Junior. Junior or third? Uh, we'll check afterwards. So yeah, that's kind of the turning point in the movie. Hey, wait, uh, is mo- that the same guy from Die Hard? And the quarterback is Toast. No. Same guy. Yes. It is? It is? Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Not to be confused with the other black guy. Or Carl. Uh, cardigan <laughs> that punches him in the face at the end. Argyle. Look here, gentlemen. It looks like the FBI's got themselves an RV. <laughs> So anyways, back to Die Hard. The whole point is that Mav needs to grow up, I guess. And it, it takes his best friend dying for it to happen. Uh, but he becomes a better pilot, and they, they have the cool dogfight scene in the end. To which, <laughs> after winning a single dogfight, he gets his choice of commands. Which makes no sense to me. I'm, I, I don't know much about the military, but I'm pretty sure it doesn't work that way. So this is one of our collective favorites. Yep. It sure is. The movie's kind of 
almost lighthearted in a sense up to that point. I mean, there's some seriousness at the beginning when Cougar loses it, and that's why, you know, the second best team goes to Top Gun and everything, and what's his face? Tom Cruise. Topper Harley keeps getting really cocky in the air. I forget his name in Top Gun. Yeah, Mitchell. Maverick. But yeah, he's getting, you know, really cocky, getting him into trouble. I mean, Pete Mitchell. Goose is all about trying to, like Scott said, he's like this kid that's just doing what he wants, kind of rebelling against everybody. And Goose is kind of trying to be his compass, trying to say, hey, you know, fly straight so we can make something of this and not just fool around. He's a wild card, flies by the seat of his pants. His ego is right and checks his body can't cash or something like that. Yeah, that's the line. Is that Strickland? Yeah. Classic. Yeah. It's on Ironside that says that. Scary. Yes. Strickland from Back to the Future. It's the, uh, I can never remember his name, the the bald guy What? that's on the ship. That's a first. Yeah, it's the same guy. I don't remember the actor's uh, name. I know. <laughs> you guys screw up this much. Be shipping cargo planes of rubber dogs <laughs> here on Hong Kong. <laughs> the luck yeah, it's not until he loses Goose because he was trying to try something flashy. And he wasn't even trying to trying something that, you know, out there. He just happened to, to get caught up in uh, the... Chaz Wazer, and uh, they had to eject, and Goose hits his head, and it was, oh, it was, it was a real downer, I gotta say. It was fucking Iceman's fault. I was just gonna say that. Fuck Iceman, it was his fault. He, he wouldn't clear the shot. Matt exactly. could shoot him right here. Yes. <laughs> Iceman, you're a dick. Yep. Just three more seconds, I got him. Yeah, you need to get the fuck out of the way and let Maverick have it. Jesus Christ, Ice, I can take the shot right here. He's below the hard deck. Hard duck my ass. We nailed that son of a bitch. I'm just going to say quotes all night long. Yeah. <laughs> Slider. He stink. He did. He smelled himself. I guess at that point, Tom Cruise was already a pretty bankable star. But that was pretty much the movie that kind of catapulted him into true A-lister. Mm-hmm. I can't... Him, him and a lot of people in that movie. Yeah, I know... I know Val Kilmer didn't want to take the role at first or something like that, uh, or he hated the dialogue, but did it anyways. It is kind of funny, some of the casting, though, like Tim Robbins. There's no way that guy would fit in a fighter jet. <laughs> Val Kilmer probably is way too tall, too. Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise is probably the perfect height. Yeah, I think he was he was the only one that could actually fit into an unmodified <laughs> yeah. jet. Yeah, Anthony Edwards probably is even too tall. Slider. Um, all those guys, you know, might be good actors. Probably not going to fit inside those cockpits. Kelly McGillis, she did Top Gun and was it Witness? Witness. And then she just kind of fell off the face of the earth. It's kind of one of those weird things. At least she was dressed like a hooker. Hooker. <laughs> Jesus Christ, every time I say something, there's fucking crickets after it. <laughs> it's true. Tony Scott dressed her like a hooker. Really? Yeah. purpose? Yeah. In what movie? They, they actually... And Top Gun. What? what the? <laughs> Please elaborate, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, no, the, he actually had to tone it back, but yeah, that's why she's. Look at her; she's always wearing like mini skirts and high heels, and no, like a teacher's gonna dress like that. Top Gun. Watch the commentary. Top Gun Watch the Hollywood teacher rule. Top Gun teacher. Teacher with flat buns. I like flat buns. And he seriously, he he made the movie after like some. Nah, I never mind. That part I might be making up. But he definitely wanted her to look like tra- like, like a streetwalker. Common street trash. <laughs> but they did have the to- They said, oh, you're crazy. They made him tone it down a little bit, but it's pretty bad. Anyway, Top Gun's rad. And it was a hell of a thing when Goose died. Gotta let him go, sir. 
Naval Aviator. So I gotta say, out of uh, when you guys drive down towards San Diego, do you guys all do the fist pump in the air when you drive past that that little uh, what is that? Miramar, uh, <laughs> Oceanside. Not, yeah, that Oceanside area where I think is in the movie. So yeah, I think now I forgot what's on there. I think before it used to say like Top Gun, but it's Fighter Town. Yeah, the, the houses. Oh yeah, Fighter Town, USA. I did when I rode my motorcycle to work. <laughs> but I heard, yeah, I heard it moved to, like, North Carolina or something, or somewhere else. It's no longer down in the San Diego area. Boo. I, also, I was also going to bring up, we, have you guys been to the Top Gun house? No. Nope. Fucking terrible. We went there, and, like, <laughs> they built it up as this tourist attraction. And it's the it's basically the house where Maverick and uh, Kelly McGillis, or Charlie, they, you know, bang and... All that good stuff. And like they build it up as this huge tourist attraction. It's just like any other house in this neighborhood. <laughs> it's pretty, I don't know. It was anticlimactic. And there it is, right there. <laughs> yeah. I got to think that's pretty much what's going to happen when you go to visit any <laughs> any location that was in a movie. I don't know. I thought I'd, it was just like someone's house. It was weird. You thought Tom Cruise was going to be there? No, like I, I don't know what I thought. I thought it was like a stage, at least, like a. I don't know, a facade or something? That would have been, even been any been better than the friggin' house itself. Well, when we worked in L.A., we spotted the Cobra Kai Dojo pretty easy. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Isn't that in Reseda? <laughs> <laughs> you mean that boy from Reseda? <laughs> you mean that brown-colored boy from Reseda? Come on, let's see those baby browns. So we can't finish talking about Top Gun without mentioning the volleyball scene. Yeah, the hottest scene in all of (laughs) moviedom. Might might be the most homoerotic scene ever filmed. Even more than the Pipe Fitters Union? (laughs) Even more. So many weird things about that scene. Uh, For starters, they're clearly standing on boxes or whatever, hitting it over the net. (laughs) And why is Tom Cruise wearing jeans playing volleyball? That's yeah. <laughs> I almost feel bad for Anthony Edwards in that scene because everybody else is, you know, Hollywood, <laughs> Hollywood ripped. And he's, yeah. he's, he's got the shitty tank top on because he knows it's going to be embarrassing when he takes his shirt off. <laughs> he's got the skinny wet man gut. And then Tom Cruise has got to leave to go get laid. Yeah. Suppose what also if you watch the documentary, Val Kilmer swears that Tom Cruise and ruined the footage, the close-ups on him. Because if you notice, there's no close-ups of Val Kilmer. <laughs> and he swears because he had a better body that uh, Tom Cruise stole it. And he probably still has a better body. <laughs> I don't Ooh. know. Val Kilmer's been working at it. You know, I mentioned, how, I mentioned how Val Kilmer wouldn't fit inside a cockpit. Chivas. <laughs> Speaking of another guy that's probably bigger than Chris Farley. Yeah. Is any like the mayor of New Mexico or the governor of uh, New Mexico now or something like that? What? Yeah. Chris Farley? No. Val <laughs> <Bill> Kilmer. <laughs> something like that. Or he's run- he was running or he's a senator or something. I could be Walter wrong. White was the governor <laughs> no. of New Mexico. No. Anyway, Top Gun is rad. We haven't even gone over all this. You know, where'd he go? Where'd who go? And all the gay stuff in the locker room. That's right, Iceman. Everyone chomp the mic. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say chomp. <laughs> I have to bring this up. Remember on my bachelor party when we went, we were all wearing Top Gun shirts. I was Maverick. 
who was Iceman? Are you Iceman Jeff or is that Chris? I don't remember. Chris. And we, uh, I requested them to play. Was it you lost that love and feeling? Is that what it was? Was this on the, on the yeah. boat and the dude didn't know? Yeah. That's one of the most famous songs of all time. And I asked the singer or whatever to play it and he didn't know it. And I'm like, come on, you got to know that song. And he's like, I don't know it. And I'm like, really? How, how can you not know that song? And then he just, this is into the microphone. He just cusses at me. I don't know the fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, then he quickly realizes his mistake, and he's like, "Oh, I'm, uh, I'll play, I'll play another one though." Yeah, <laughs> he's trying to backtrack it. <laughs> oh God! So yeah, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Top Gun. Like I said, for my bachelor party, we were all wearing Top Gun shirts. Thank you, Alex. Mm-hmm. It, that is probably one of my top three favorite movies of all time. Just like Jeff, I mean, I can quote quote it from start to end uh, pretty easily. It's a great movie. Yeah. And to, don't forget uh, all the cool uh, high fives we were doing in the Top Gun shirts. <laughs> oh, hell yeah! Up five, down low. <laughs> Got the need, the need for speed. Uh, uh, to finish up talking about Top Gun, to tie it into something else that I know a few of us enjoy, Archer did a rad, <laughs> a fucking rad parody of Danger Zone, uh, Kenny Loggins. Uh, for some reason you haven't seen it, go ahead and check that out. YouTube Archer plus Kenny Loggins. Uh, you'll find you'll find all kinds of gold there. Uh, so yeah, that is Top Gun. Bullshit. <laughs> Jeff Jeff gets in one last reference there. Oh, we were keeping up foreign relations, no, sir. No man, I was there. It was really cool. Yeah, that was a cool move. Well, Lieutenant, if you were below him, how could you see him? I was inverted. Bullshit. Yes. I love how they discuss it at first. What were you doing? What were you doing there? <laughs> uh, communicating. Keeping up foreign relations. You know, the bird. <laughs> Sorry, I hate it when it does that. <laughs> <laughs> the second place trophy can be found in the ladies' room. <laughs> yeah. The list is long and distinguished. <laughs> it's just like my Johnson. <laughs> Who is that guy? That's Slider. What's his name, though? That guy. Rick Rosovich. Was he in anything else ever or no? Yeah, uh, he was in some... Uh, he was in Navy Seals. Oh, that's right. I was going to say, I thought I remember him being in some other military movie. Yeah, he was Ooh, Navy in an airplane that got taken <laughs> over, but he was like one of the guys that went aboard to try and retake it. It wasn't... Taken. No. You said try to take it. Yeah. Taken two. It wasn't Air Force One. It was kind of like Air Force One, except he was... Uh, Con Air. One of the guys. No, nah, not Con Air. Just it one was, of the guys? It wasn't just one of the guys. Well, I can't remember. It might have been Executive Decision, but I don't know if it was. Executive Decision starring <laughs> Steven Seagal? Hell yeah. yeah. Doesn't he die in the first two minutes of that Spoilers. movie? Spoilers! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you already covered this with all the spoiler... Uh, talk oh, yeah. Scott. don't worry about it oh yeah okay. we just spoil everything i hope somebody has it on their list by the way and then in game of thrones <laughs> this happens I, I i totally forgot about executive decision what is the premise of that movie again so terrorists hijack a plane no a, a bomber no, right nothing novel there or they have a bomb in there and like one of them's anonymous so they send they send steven seagal john leguizamo that's and, right and uh, kurt russell up there only Kurt Russell, Kurt Russell's like a civilian, but they take him along anyways because, you know, <laughs> fuck it. And Steven Seagal I, dies, like you said, in the first five minutes, and it's up to Kurt Russell. For some reason, he's the only one that can go up there and, like, figure it out. 
Isn't that mean, the they they fly it fly a stealth bomber underneath it, right? And that's how they get up into it. Yeah, yeah. That's how that's how Seagal dies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're not gonna make it. You are. Oh, no, that's yeah, right. This is the hatch trailer. He squints extra hard to, just to let you know that he's serious. <laughs> hey, okay. what about the scene in Top Gun where um, Maverick throws Goose's tags into the ocean? I never watch him throw those. He, he throws like a girl. That, that scene always bugged me, by the way. That seems like a total dick move to throw his dog tags into the middle of the ocean like that. Maybe that's just me. I, I don't know. Uh, his yeah. wife wouldn't want them or anything. Yeah, wife or kids. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking A, just like, put them up on your mantle so you always remember your buddy. No, um, he has to let him go. Ocean. Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. going to totally forget about him forever. <laughs> First step mm-hmm. is throwing these into the ocean. Next step is laying with his wife. Is that one of her first movies? I think uh, all those guys. Yes, that's very early on in her. Oh yeah, Meg Ryan. That's her. Those big, big movies. Yeah. Hey Goose, you big stud. <laughs> Take me to bed or lose forever. me forever. I like that when Topper Hartley threw away his father's eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Show yeah. me the way home, honey. <laughs> Loaded weapon. <laughs> I didn't do it. Damn it, uh, Jeff! God damn it! I was gonna legitimately bring up that movie. Come on! I know you were. That's why I intercepted and just finished it right there. No, but like as an actual reference on on my list, you dick. Oh, you can still do it. Scott yeah. can edit it out. Okay, but I'm still gonna ruin it then too. So. <laughs> <laughs> why does Jeff always have to bring up loaded weapon? Diplomatic immunity. That's Top Gun. I think we'll throw it to Jeff first. Uh, what do you got with your list? My list, on the tradition of not going along with everyone else is doing. (laughs) Thanks. Yes. Dick. I decided I took the more literal approach as uh, Scott or Alex did last week, and I'm naming my favorite characters that are named after birds. (laughs) (laughs) Scott, damn it! I should have thought of that. Just for the record, I'm not the one that went off script this week. I should have thought of that. <laughs> so, first, <laughs> this one's not a, a movie, but I'll just say Lynn Swan from the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'll throw that out there. Stop Fine. looking at me, Swan. The Crow, starring Brandon Lee. Was he called? He wasn't. Was he called the Crow in the movie? Though? He wasn't called the Crow. <laughs> it's still the Crow. I don't care. That's why <laughs> Mr. Crow. Huh. That's followed secondly <laughs> by Mr. Falcon from Die Hard Two. Yeah. <laughs> Strong. Yippee-ki-yay, um, Mr. Falcon. Uh, I have Larry Bird from Space Jam. <laughs> this one's kind of weak. Hawkeye Pierce from MASH. Okay. Um, Which is Hawkeye from the Avengers. Yeah, but that's literal. This was like, I don't know. I thought that I, this one's better. What do you mean that's um, literal? <laughs> He's literally a Hawkeye? <laughs> yeah, he has, he has Hawkeyes for eyes. Read his origin story. <laughs> and then from Batman, I have the Penguin okay. and, and Robin. Robin. I think that's the first legitimate one you had. <laughs> Just Robin. I mean, what's the Penguin's real name? It's like Chester Cobblepot or something? Yeah, that's his nickname. Whatever. Goose's real name was not Goose. Jesus Christ. By the way, is that I guess. Chester no. Copperpot is from Goonies, I think. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Cobblepot. Yeah. Oh. And then my, uh, my favorite pirate of all, Jack Sparrow. Thank you very much. Should drop That's, a walk. That's a walk off. Drop the mic, Jeff. That's a walk off. Is that <laughs> I'm done. Nice. Uh, 
Nice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's how you get digs. <laughs> All right, wait, I have one more. Drop the mic. Beer break. Okay, go. What? Beer break. All right, so we'll go ahead and throw it over to Brian. Let's see what see what he has here. Sure. Well, I tried to stick to the script, and I came up with three movies that kind of like the lead character's friend or you know another supporting actor kind of died, and it kind of changed the way. The rest of the movie kind of went. And so my first one is Forrest Gump. And I think we talked about this last podcast or I don't remember when it was. Or I just remember you hearing you guys talk about it. Uh, obviously when Bubba dies. And after he dies, it kind of shapes his whole – the whole rest of the movie, right? Where he made a promise to him that he'd become a shrimp boat captain. And he does that and, of course, becomes a quadrillionaire who has more money than <laughs> Davy Crockett. I invested in some fruit company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got more money than David Crockett. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of a fun little bit when he shows up initially to tell Bubba's mom that he's going to go out and be the shrimp boat captain. Right. And she just kind of looks at him funny. There's something wrong with you, boy. Are you stupid or something? Stupid, stupid, stupid is, is. stupid does. And yeah, he becomes the quadrillionaire. Yep. And he comes back and hands her like a check and she faints. And all of a sudden, instead of her going into houses to clean up after them, she's got a maid. Yep. And she's white. Yep. Got a white maid. Take that. So a question with that. So he gave his half or half of his half or half of the money. I don't think he, he says, gave I don't think he gave like half anything. He just cut her like a gigantic check. Yeah. Because no, I think he says he goes, I even gave Bubba's half to her. Yeah, Bubba's share. So that's yeah. Bubba's share. Share, okay. So I don't know if him and Lieutenant Dan split it and then he split his half with her or not. I don't well, know. Well I'm pretty sure Lieutenant Dan was handling the money, so maybe he didn't get half. <laughs> Lieutenant <laughs> Dan's funny. got new legs. <laughs> when when they're but on, you the, ain't got no legs, Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> I know that you idiot. It seemed like they're using excuses throughout the whole movie, especially in the boat scene, to show off the CG, the no leg CG, which is still pretty damn awesome. No, no, at the time, yeah, no, at the time, it, it was fantastic. Uh, Even now, it's pretty fantastic. No, no, it, it's, it totally it still holds up. I'm just as like a jaded audience, you wouldn't be like, oh yeah, whatever. But at you know at the time you're like whoa it really seems like he has no legs yeah he's always he's like always had legs he's like yeah he's like constantly pivoting through things and it's pretty cool you know they're playing around with the the footage too when he's talking to all the presidents it seems like Zemeckis was into that stuff although he should have stopped before he made the the dead eyed Polar Express stuff yeah the splicing into the old footage that looks dated now yeah John Lennon moving his lips it's like yeah geez. that stuff looks dated but the no leg stuff looks good. I recently watched that movie again, and um, there was a scene I didn't get till later on, and it's when he is on the set on Captain Kangaroo with John Lennon, and basically John Lennon's doing the lyrics to Imagine. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I never got that at first. No possessions? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No and religion, somebody went, too? Yeah. And somebody shot that poor man. Yeah. No you know, the whole point all. of the movie is that Forrest Gump inspires people, right, Brian? Yes. Okay. He didn't inspire get, Elvis to do anything. Except yeah. that a lot of people he inspires die. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Lyndon B. Johnson, he died? Yeah, yeah damn, did. son. He did die. <laughs> he did I gotta stop. go pee. <laughs> Look, 
Lyndon B. Johnson. Uh, has anybody heard the, the tapes of him calling his tailor? <laughs> what? Okay, so there's actual footage of Lyndon B. Johnson getting on the phone, and he calls up his, his tailor to get some pants fitted, and he talks about how he needs room in the crotch so that his nutsack doesn't get tucked in. Just go to, go to YouTube and uh, look up Lyndon B. Johnson and nutsack or tailor or something. <laughs> Jeff's on the case. Wow. it. <laughs> Moving along. Moving along. Moving along. I, I got uh, the next one on my list is... I love Rock- it when the guest has to keep us on track. I love it. <laughs> is Nobody Rocky- will know, though, after I edit it out. <laughs> is Rocky Four Again, Rocky and Apollo developed a friendship after their two epic battles in the first two. And the third one, obviously, uh, Apollo trains Rocky to eventually beat Clubber Lane. And Along the way... Can't having- be beat. I won't be beat. Along yes. the way, has the second gayest scene... <laughs> yes. Following the Top Gun scene when they're running on the beach together. <laughs> yes. Which, by the way, when they're doing that, it looks like Apollo Creed or Carl Weathers not even trying to run. <laughs> <laughs> One Carl Weathers. <laughs> One Carl Weathers. And he's Stallone looks like he actually is trying, and there's no contest there. Yeah, he's he's in, like, first or second gear tops. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, in Rocky Four, Apollo Creed wants to fight Ivan Drago and eventually... He dies. If he Drago dies, ki- he dies. He dies. <laughs> Drago kills him, and again, that kind of s- changes the whole rest of the movie where Rocky actually, because I think at that point he had retired, he was actually just training Apollo, and he, of course he gets back into it, and we get the movie with the most montages ever, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> two sure. montages back-to-back. After, after, yeah, after Apollo dies, it's, yeah, it's like back-to-back-to-back <laughs> montages, and then the fight starts, and it's two more montages. Right. So... That's good. Um, that, was, that was on my list. It was? Okay, okay cool. And then... so, so wait, hold on. Apollo dying is on your list, but Mickey dying isn't? Shut up, Jeff. Yeah, you're right, Jeff. Should have been. Right. All right. But that, that app, doesn't that happen toward the end of the movie? So it didn't really change the kind of the course of the movie. Yeah, it did. That's what he became a wuss, and he wouldn't train with Apollo and then, until Adrian gave him oh, the speech right. of the century. You're going to do it, Rocky. You can't win. <laughs> it was that speech, speech. It was that speech, and then he went on to be clever lying. <laughs> yeah, I can win. <laughs> yeah, I can win. Okay, well, Adrian, I beat him. You got to eat lightning and clap thunder. You're going to be a greasy, fast Italian monster. <laughs> <laughs> See, Penguin, bringing it back. Commodore Schmidlap. Fergus Meredith also dies in Grumpy Old Men. <laughs> Goddamn kids. Colder than the witch's titty at here. Yeah. And that's my list. <laughs> Commodore Schmidlap. All right. Uh, Alex. On my list. What you got? Wait, okay. what about when Uncle Ben dies from Spider-Man? That. <laughs> Fucking hell. Okay, oh, sorry. A- <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> You're ruining everybody's night, Jeff. <laughs> So, so you can edit that out, Scott. We'll pretend it never happened, and you can just say it. And we'll uh, like, <gasps> okay. So since nobody, and I'm surprised Brian didn't mention this at all, Rocky Three when Mick dies. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, Brian. How, That's a great one. How, how, could bring up, how could you bring up Apollo and not think of Mick? I don't know. Yeah, jeez. But uh, my, list, my, my list consists of when the friend of the main character dies and the main character kind of just loses a fight. He wants to pretty much quit. He doesn't have it in him to do anything else anymore. Like Queen so. Amidala, she loses. <laughs> That's right. 
Don't the ever... gangsters. <laughs> Don't mention those movies, Jeff. She <laughs> can't explain it, but she's lost the will to live. <laughs> they said I'm... you killed younglings. I'm a medicine ball. <laughs> Doctor. <laughs> Doctor Ball. Doctor Ball. Anyway, yeah, when Mick dies, when Clubber Lang throws that wild punch, Dex Mick, and when he dies, Rocky just kind of loses the fight. And even during, like, the first part of his training, he's just there, like, in the training gear, and Apollo's just putting a barrage of punches on him, and Rocky's not even trying. And he's like, come on, man, what's wrong with you? He's like, oh, I'll get it tomorrow. I'll get it tomorrow. And Apollo's like, there is no tomorrow! And they tried everything to get his spirits back up so he can get into this fight, because the fight was already set, and Clubber was going to kill him. And then that's when he has the <laughs> the Adrian speech. You can't win. <laughs> that's from Rocky Four. What? I no, heard... she's super positive in the Rocky Three speech. Yeah, that's true. Rocky Three. That's a good one. I'm glad you thought of it. Yeah, me too. Jeez, Brian. Um, in the Matrix, <sighs> the original, uh, when Neo dies. Because he, he does. He completely flatlines. He dies. What? And that's when, uh, spoilers, Morpheus and Tank were just looking in disbelief at the code that's streaming down. Besides the blonde, brunette, and redhead, in the center screen, there's Neo dying. And uh, you can see just in his face, just, ooh, he's he's lost all the will to live. He doesn't even care about the robot octopi just slicing through the whole of his ship and everything. Because he's... He sees, like, pretty much his rebellion against the machines dying right there, so he doesn't have it in him. And, of course, Neo's alive, and then he kicks, and then he keeps his leg up in a really gay fashion, and he twirls around. And Sam Jackson's like, motherfucker! (laughs) (laughs) Mushroom cloud lane, motherfucker, motherfucker. And then Neo becomes the one. He does become the one. Also, Neo is an anagram for one. What? Yeah. Ooh. And then he becomes Robot Jesus. <laughs> he sure does. No, dude, you're thinking of Johnny Mnemonic. Well, crickets. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, moving along. Oh, this is the movie with Dolph. Hold on. <laughs> uh, Anchorman. When Ron Burgundy thinks he's lost his best friend, Baxter. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Black just. Okay, now this is happening. And he kicks Baxter. <laughs> Funniest part of that movie. <laughs> Rob Burgundy just... No! He falls to his knees. And then after that, he just loses it. That's when Veronica Cordingstone does the news. Things start... Ron can't hold his job. It goes on a downslide. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> I'm trapped in a glass case of emotion. <laughs> and finally, Terminator 2... When the Terminator, the T-800, loses his best friend, the T-1000, he can't... <laughs> <laughs> he can't go he can't, on anymore. He can't, he can't go on anymore, and he just lowers <laughs> he himself. Lowers himself into, into, <laughs> yeah. I never looked at it that way before. So stupid. <laughs> can't beat the inner Terminator on here, so... Thumbs up. Eddie Furlong. Well, what about when his fossil parents are dead? Well, he was more worried about Wolfie at that point. Yeah. Wolfie's just fine, dear. <laughs> oh, that's good. Sarkana, Sarkana. Sarkana, they are. Oh, Chivas, that's my list. Alright. Uh, try to round this out. Again, with Brian's, these were side characters that 
They kind of bite it. Not necessarily the main character, although a couple of these are big characters in the movie. Starting with the Firefly movie, Serenity. Ooh. Spoilers. Serenity the- now! Hoochie <laughs> <laughs> Mama! Uh, they're at the near climax of the movie. They're flying in past the Alliance fleet with the, the Reavers right behind them. Uh, they managed to land, and the whole time, Wash, played by Alan Tudyk, is saying, I'm a leaf on the wind. And he's pulling off all this cool pilot shit. They barely land. They, like, have this skid landing. Well, before that, I, lo- I love the joke that he says. And uh, Mal is like, what the hell are you doing? Don't worry, I'm a leaf on the wind. What does that mean? <laughs> so they they land, and he, he looks over, and he says, I'm a leaf on the wind. And he just gets, like, the d and wind out. When this giant spike comes flying in through the window and impales him. And he gives this ugh sound, and that's it for Wash. And it's kind of sad. It was really sad. Jesus. Yeah. It was kind of ballsy on Whedon's part. But you need to do something to establish that, yeah, the heroes could die here. You know, to up the danger somehow. Uh, in the commentary, or just in the trivia, Alan Tudyk was joking that the day they filmed that scene, he got the script, and he went over to Whedon, and he said, no, 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 there's something wrong with the script. Uh, it's missing, like, the last 30 pages. So, yeah, it was a sad ending for a cool character. You know, I'm I'm a big Firefly fan. I think Alex is? Sure um, am. Yeah. And I know Nerds. it's too bad that that didn't get its run. Another one of my, my favorites is from The Hunt for Red October, uh, the Sam Neill character, Vasily. Oh, that sucked. Yeah. Yeah. As, as one of my all-time favorite lines. Liberate uh, me. <laughs> they're, That's they're not about, what I'm going to do. Ian, freeze! <laughs> so Vasily is, is really uh, Captain Ramius, uh, Sean Connery's character, his only confidant. So while he brings in some of his senior boat captains to help steal the ship, Vasily's the, the one who only really knows what he's thinking about. Um, and they're talking about what they're going to do when they get to America. And Vasily talks about, oh, I'm going to get an RV, and I'm going to have like seven wives and raise rabbits and stuff. Yeah, he's going to get himself a... Nice, round American wife. Yeah, and it's it's really the only point where Connery kind of laughs, kind of lighthearted moment. Yeah, towards the end of the movie, they've, they've got the Russian mole on the ship, uh, which tries to sabotage things. Molly, 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 molly. Shoots Sam Neill. Everybody ducks and covers, and they, they get up to see if everybody's okay. The governor Sam Neill's, like, sitting on the ground with his back up against one of the, the consoles. They open his chest, see he's bleeding, and right before he dies, he says, I would like to have seen Montana. And then he dies. <laughs> And it's sad. <laughs> and then he said, nuclear whistles. Yeah. I was looking for nuclear whistles. He was like, he was like the only one doing a Russian accent there. Connery pulled kind of a Kevin Costner there. He gave it token effort at points. But for the most part, it was just, I present to you the ballistic missile submarine Red October. <laughs> I love this other line from that one. Lovely party, wasn't I invited? Hi, <laughs> Roger. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, it sounded like Jeff muted there to go get another beer. <laughs> he probably nope. did. Uh, no, I listen to you talk about Boring Hunter Red October. What? 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 No, I like it. Awesome. John McKiernan? It's a good yeah. movie. I've never yeah. seen it, actually. You should watch it. It's mm-hmm. good. It's about U-boats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, taking another scene from The Matrix, just uh, a bunch of side characters die because of that Dick Cipher. Joey not Pants. Like this. Yeah, the, <laughs> not like not this. Not like woman who turned into a <laughs> not big like this. for some reason. I just thought I'd mention that since we were talking about the Matrix. Want to buy some death sticks? <laughs> Mouse. 
That's not the same guy. Yeah, he yeah, was a mouse in the Phantom Menace. What? Attack of the Clones. All right, yeah, sorry. Are you, are you serious? That's really the same kid? Yeah, yeah. the same guy. Never? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what was his name? Bago Sleaze Baggian or something? <laughs> Sleaze, no, Sleaze Bagano or something yeah. like that. Yeah, something Sleaze Bagano. What, really? Yeah. <laughs> that was his character. <laughs> the prequels were awesome. Jeebus. So, real subtle with the names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which brings me to the next one on my list, Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the, the little Ewok dies? Okay. Oh, Jeebus, that is the saddest thing ever. Just specifically talking about New Hope when they attack the Death Star, just all the jobber... Uh, <laughs> Rebel, rebel pilots that you they came from behind. <laughs> Do you R- work R.I.P. Jack Porkins. I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't shake him. You see Jack Porkins' X-Wing fly into different pieces at his bucket of KFC flying off in the air. <laughs> it's wedged that. Can't do any more good back there. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. <laughs> and then they had the reunion 20 years later for the people that blew up the Death Star and Wedge said he couldn't be there sorry <laughs> typical Wedge classic Wedge <laughs> so yeah there's a lot of other old people dying there you're not going to mention Obi-Wan? I, I was <laughs> saving uh, he's too big of a character for my list Oh, okay. he's like main character I would qualify him uh, yeah, so that's true yeah. But what about when the little Ewok dies in Indoor? That's sad. Uh, that is, we can talk about that. That is like the saddest thing I've like, seen on Oak screen. Some, because did apparently it, the Ewoks don't know anything about death. Even though they try to kill people all the time. Mm-hmm. Alex, did it make you the saddest Wookiee? <laughs> it did make me the saddest Wookiee. <laughs> let's, let's say shout out to John Allison scaring around. Mm-hmm. For anybody that's not into that webcomic. Awesome. It, it's like uh, the Normandy Beach scene on uh, Saving Private Ryan and then that Ewok dying. <laughs> that is number one, number two. Yeah, just saddest thing ever. Tragic. But yeah, I do. It, it's kind of weird how the Ewok just kind of pokes him. Clearly the Ewoks know something about fighting. Like, what do they think was going to happen if the guy was just kind of laying there? Because well, they don't only have spears and stabbing weapons, so... He's not bleeding or anything. It was like the shock from an explosion that kills him. So he's like, well, he's not bleeding. You should get up, right? Come on, man. He's like, wait. Come on, man. Is that like like they show dying? Yeah. Yeah. Just like Terminator 2. Knives, stabbing weapons. (laughs) Those are my two favorite bands, The Hives and Stabbing Westward. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) Awesome. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait. What about when um that stormtrooper dies? That was pretty sad. The one that conked his head? Yeah. Yeah. What about uh, Qui Gon's noble end? <laughs> that was just badass. Cause Darth Maul just walks away from him while the lightsaber's still in his chest. So cool. LOL. By the way, the people that ripped off the how how did it go down? Where people got a hold of the soundtrack early and they saw the. Yeah, the name of the, the track. title of the track before the movie came out. They came out like no, they re- they released it before it even yeah. came out. Okay, yeah, the soundtrack was out before the movie. Okay. And they, yeah, yeah, that was a dick move on their part then. It was. Yeah, Jeff, you got it right. We're like, oh, I guess Qui Gon dies. <laughs> no, I didn't get it, but we were like looking at it inside like the uh, blockbuster or warehouse or whatever. Yeah, Tower Records, whatever it was. <laughs> None like, of those stores exist anymore. Yes, it's true. <laughs> iTunes. Video warehouse. 
I miss those places because they had the weirdest employees of any place ever. And then mm-hmm. finishing up my list is another one of our favorites. Randy uh, Quaid. Beer Fest. When <laughs> his dad dies? Poor Landfill. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, yeah, landfill. Yeah. Once he farted a whole plum. I was plum surprised. Actually, I think the best death in that movie is Donald Sutherland at the very beginning. It's classic. <laughs> I was, I was kind of going back and forth on which one I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Good night, and Popo. I, he just I, kills himself. Yeah. I mostly wanted to pulls his talk. own plug. Yeah. Gold. I was going to do the plum joke, but Alex already beat me to it. So <laughs> I'm, I'm done with that scene. So yeah, Beer Fest. Love that movie. Um, hopefully we talk about that more at some point. I know we talked about the... Yeah, yeah, Unbex. Unbex. <laughs> Unbex. And Jeff made the U-boat reference before. So. Oh, yeah, because the, the main villain guy, he was in Das Boot, right? Yeah. yeah. I had a very bad experience on one before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think in the theater, I was the only one laughing at that joke. Yeah. So uh, that's my list. Unless, Well, I have a couple real ones since you guys didn't mention them. Um we, well, now you want to do a real one. I see how it is. Well, I was waiting for you. I would assume you would have got these ones. So Uncle Ben from Spider-Man. I thought about doing that one, but yeah, that's that's definitely qualified. Ben is John- a bird's name. <laughs> Jonathan Clark, or Jonathan Kent, I should say, from Superman. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Costner, I know. Yeah. Uh, no, the real, original one. Not that shitty Man of Steel bullshit. <laughs> well, they both died. Boromir and Fellowship of the Ring. I thought about that one. Uh, too big of a character. Too main, yeah, too big of a character. Yeah. Oh, I don't follow your stupid rules. Goose was <laughs> the second lead in the movie. I don't know how... <laughs> no, he wasn't. Iceman he was. was. Iceman. Fine, third. Boromir is at least the fifth or fourth lead in that movie. Plus, I'm to say that and... for coolest deaths ever. If we yeah. Ever do. yeah. That's fine to say Boromir for that. Mm-hmm. I've already used him in another, another list before, so I'm using him again. Yeah. Meh. Orc number seven <laughs> in the same movie. Is that the one that got his head chopped off? Like he pulled Aragorn's sword towards him, that guy? Yeah. Orc guy. Yeah. I think that's my list. <laughs> Just think I'm top of my head here. I got a bonus one. <laughs> I'm legitimately bringing up National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon 1. All right. <laughs> when uh, John Lovett's character, he's like, <laughs> he's on, he's somewhere on the ground. And Samuel L. Jackson's talking over, and he's like, man, it feels kind of cold and everything. He's like, yeah, don't worry, the doctors are here. They're going to patch you right up. He's like, really? Yeah, you're going to be fine. And then they zip up the corner bag <laughs> over his face. <laughs> <laughs> and he was never heard from again. Yeah, that was pretty much John Lovitz's last movie. <laughs> yeah. I think he did High School High after that. And that really it was. Stinks. <laughs> it stinks. It stinks. It stinks. I'm reaping Fuck all you, the John Lovitz. Ooh. Okay, so that looks like our list. All right, I guess it's time for Neom News. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I got nothing. What do you guys got? Even <laughs> <laughs> better the second time. All right, what do you got, Alex? <laughs> Just a little tidbit, Star Wars related. Apparently, <clears throat> oh, it's pretty damn juicy. When you hear the title of uh, this book that's on sale on Amazon called <laughs> Star Wars, A Nude Hope. Go on. <laughs> yeah, it's called Star Wars Episode Eight: A Nude, A Nude Hope, and it, I guess it started as like some just silly fan fiction. It's 
not really porn related at all, <laughs> but it was just some fan fiction and it got published and now the dude that's selling it on Amazon, all the proceeds are going to go to uh, some charity to help the homeless. But this book has some pretty, pretty cool quotes here. I'll read off one of them. It says, however, Han and his crewmates were somewhere in the Derpadon system, and if they wanted to make it to the Coxmonger sector in time for the party, then an all-nighter was in order. <laughs> derpa derpa. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. So, I recommend checking that out. It's, it sounds pretty funny. Hey, I just thought of another death scene. <laughs> Bruce Wayne's parents. Newsflash, Jeff has a new death scene. I can't do it, Mr. Wayne. <laughs> Oh, Bruce Wayne's parents. That's got to be the greatest, like, inspirational death ever. There'd be no Batman if there was no parent death. <laughs> have to spell it out for you assholes. Just listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. For God's sakes. Here's another quote from the book. <laughs> Would it kill Han to spare me a decent set of sheets? I only defeated the evil emperor for silly sake, Luke thought as he stretched his arms across the ends of the bed. He stretched and he stretched and he stretched, but with all his, the force he was using, a nice little toot snuck out of his rear end. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What the hell? <laughs> that, that has to happen all the time in Jedi Academy. Sadio. So, I'm pretty much... Training a little too hard. <laughs> I think I'm buying this book. The Force Shark. <laughs> Force Shark. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's my news. Okay. Yeah, do you have any <laughs> Jeff, any more deaths? <laughs> yeah. I might kill myself after this episode. I'm not sure. Yeah. I concur. So, do you concur? I do. I concur. Do you concur? So, GDC was this week. Uh, Game Developers Conference. Is that right, Alex? Yep. <laughs> taking yes. place in Frisco. Uh, it was Gay! It's not a press. <laughs> it's full of what? It's not a big press thing. It's uh, mostly for developers, as in the title. Um, but they do, um, big publishers and developers will release news sometimes. And Sony announced their own 3D headset. Uh, they kind of, um, I, I don't know, compete necessarily, but at least grab some market share. Uh, same thing that Oculus Rift is. I don't know if you guys have heard of either one. Well, I have. Yeah, someone just sent me a link today of Oculus Rift, and you can like they were showing like a demo of like, Zelda or something. Yeah, so you put on this headset and 3D, and actually the camera will move if it's programmed correctly. It'll move to when you tilt your head. Um, you still need a controller for a lot of stuff, but it's it's very immersive. I've gotten to try it out, and big surprise, I wanted to puke after about five minutes of it. But it is it is pretty cool, and yeah, Sony's coming up with their own, and they announced it uh, right now. It's called Project Morpheus. They don't have an official title for it yet. Stop trying to hit me and hit me. That was kind of interesting. For for a product like this, you want you want some competition to to help make the best product possible in the end. So hopefully, is this kind of, is this kind of getting towards like movie gooey stuff? Uh, it's like if you use the Kinect or whatever. It's still nowhere near as good as using a controller for a lot of things. But no, like a, key, no. a keyboard's still going to be like way faster for a lot of things. Mouse clicks too. So you're saying you put a headset on like a normal like what we're using now or. Like it's like some helmet thing. It's it's almost well. The Sony one is gonna be more of a helmet, from what I understand. Well, not helmet, but like it actually go on top of your head. The the Oculus Rift just kind of wraps around. It's like a big pair of goggles, basically a giant pair of goggles. And so you see the the screens the are goggles. Like, they do nothing. 
the, the goggles will have it's 3D and yeah so you're seeing it and when you tilt your head it'll like move the camera around and stuff you can even do like a 360 like walking around and the camera will pan around 360 degrees if it's working correctly so it's it's cool technology I can't wait till uh, they can do virtual reality databases like in that one movie <laughs> in Hackers no what's the one where the the net the dude, the dude <laughs> with that girl from the bus no the uh <laughs> The one where the Michael Douglas gets sexually um, disclosure, uh, yeah, disclosure, and like the whole point is they have this cool database, but it's virtual. But you still look through files and all that. <laughs> yeah, to, to like thumb through it. Yeah, it's going to be a lot faster. Yeah, it's so dumb. Anyhow, yeah. I'm looking forward to that when that 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 becomes reality. Yeah, that's interesting news. I thought um, the other thing is just a little bit of a review. I've started watching. The Netflix exclusive House of Cards. I've seen the first few episodes, and it's pretty great. Uh, Kevin Spacey is great. Robin yep. Wright as his wife, um, as the two of them together as this kind of heartless power couple. Uh, they're they're great together. A lot of fun. If 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 you like the political drama kind of intrigue, if you were a fan of The West Wing at all, you'd probably dig this. But yeah, it, it takes place in D.C. and Kevin Spacey plays the. Minority whip leader? I forget what he is, but he's kind of the puppet master. I thought it was white. <laughs> Zing! Alex at gmail.com. He's kind of the puppet master. And whip. Well, all kinds of strings. <laughs> Somebody shaving <laughs> with their microphone right <laughs> now? Not me. Yeah. Well, Looking forward to, to seeing it because it seems like, like all the stuff's going to come back to bite him in the ass sooner or later. Sweet comeuppance. It's a good show. I agree with Scott. Yeah, I, I recommend it. They seem I I don't know the the series or the seasons are like really short, right, Jeff? Uh, I think there's like fifteen or twelve or fifteen per season. Oh, there's wow. two seasons, so okay. I haven't yeah. even finished the first season. I'm still on the first season, but I've heard people say like the first episode of the second season is crazy. So yeah, I haven't gotten that far. Looking forward to that. So yeah, House of Cards, check it out, guys. That is my news. All right. While you were talking, I looked up some news. So before Brian goes. Oh, I got nothing. I got nothing anyway. So, is your news about people dying? No, I actually knew two of these. I forgot about them. So, they announced for Star Wars Episode Seven that it'll take place thirty years after Return of the Jedi. It's been thirty-one years though. Well, that's fine, but it's gonna be thirty years afterwards. The math's easier that way in the movie. Well, I'm not gonna watch it now. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, which whatever. I mean, I guess that they're all gonna be old anyway, so that works. And then. Uh, just to follow up on your, your Star yeah. Wars news. Um, I, don't, I don't know if we talked about this before, but I don't know if you guys know who Jim Jeffries is, comic. He was talking about how he was on the set for something with Carrie Fisher, and he was talking to her about Star Wars, and she said that she'd done, or she was in the process of doing like six months of filming in England. So if that's true, I mean, she would have a fairly big part, uh, or significant part anyways. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Or maybe like she's filming like stuff for three different movies or something. But yeah. Right, like, is that right, like six, now, that's, they... that's six months is a long time, even you know. Yeah. Did they make a new uh, golden bikini for? Her? <laughs> hope, hope it's a one piece and sleeves yeah. and legs. Hope it's a wetsuit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think she's uh-huh. big enough to be that uh, six titty dancer that Jabba had in his palace. <laughs> oh, what's that guy's? What's that girl's name? <laughs> I forget. God damn it. <laughs> Um, all right. And the other news, well, I actually saw the trailer for this, and it's, it actually looks pretty good, even though I hate when they do this to cartoons, Need is the Peanuts speed. trailer. Oh, yeah, that does look good. 
Yeah, and they kind of, they made it 3D, but it looks like cheesy 3D, so it kind of makes it look like the old stuff. So I yeah, liked it. It's 3D, but it was it still looked kind of flat. Yeah, that makes hit, sense. They hit a lot of the poses that the 2D stuff did with like the raised shoulders and everything, and uh, Charlie still looked like he had a drawn-on smile. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they just kind of showed yeah Charlie and Snoopy, and I thought that. Would, it reminded me of the cartoon, and I usually hate when they do this. I've been over at uh, Brian's house, and they have 3D Mickey Mouse, and I couldn't stand that. But this, this looks good. Yeah, I agree. You know, I, I would have said that there was not a real market for this, but I guess that Peabody and Sherman movie killed at the box office. No, it's just hitting a new audience of kids. Like it made made a lot of money. So yeah, all these yeah, peanut, you know, peanuts got the higher pedigrees. So the parents would be more ready to take their kids to go see it. Yeah, and at the heart of the stuff's good. The kids, as long as it doesn't look old to them, <laughs> and yeah, but that's kind of crazy thing about the peanuts. Like along with like a lot of the Warner Brothers stuff and some of the Disney stuff is it. That stuff was around for a long time before we were before we were born. Like a long time before we were born, and that was stuff we were watching as kids. So it, it's kind of cool that you know, they kind of got passed down from generation to generation. Yeah, I, I don't know. Little, I don't. I don't know if they, like you guys are gonna be showing your kids that stuff or not, but. Yeah, yeah I mean, we were they, watching Dumbo, and it was like made in the late '30s or early '40s. It's like, jeez. Yeah, peanut. <laughs> I don't Dumbo is extremely that. racist. Yeah, that one's got the crows too. That's got the crows, the jive talking crows. <laughs> Dumbo, wait, which one? Yeah, yeah Dumbo. Dumbo. Yeah, but. Yep. All right. Any Brian? Brian, you said you had no news. No. I, nope. All right, well, that wraps up this week. Um, but before we leave, we're going to talk about next week. So, Alex, what are we going to be talking about? <laughs> okay, this movie, Chivas, it's it's a pretty rare film. I don't know if many of you guys have even heard of this movie. But um, <laughs> it's called, Yeah, I know. Wild card. It's Every called, time. It, it's an 80s action movie. It's called uh, Leap Year. Oh, all right. <laughs> I, I think I've actually, I think I've actually seen it. Because yeah. this movie I actually saw when I was spending a summer in Mexico, and I saw it in the theater over there. Like when in I was Spanish? a kid. No, it had subtitles in oh, Spanish, okay. but it was all in English. But <laughs> there was just this one scene that really stuck out in my mind, where like there was this sleazy scumbag number two guy. Of He, he wasn't the main villain, but he was like a scuzzball nonetheless. And he was like... he got the upper hand on one of the main characters it was like some lady or something and he was monologuing and all of a sudden you just see this like or <laughs> just slap him right across the face <laughs> and as and i just did not see that coming especially you know as a kid i didn't see that many movies but yeah that just made me laugh and cheer since this guy was just a real scumbag and uh yeah just uh, uh, sounds like a movie unex- you would pick yeah <laughs> It's unexpected violence. All right. I guess I'm going to have to come up with a weird list again. <laughs> Movies with oars in them or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what the fuck we're talking about anymore. They, were, they weren't even... I think they were like... Oh, pulling, Bobby Orr. They were like pulling some <laughs> Jeff, sort of... Jeff, Jeff should do a list about people named after inanimate objects. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, anyway, I guess we'll be talking about next week. Thanks for listening, everybody.
Now this is podcasting. Crickets. R.I.P. Jake Lloyd. So, when... <laughs> didn't we establish that Jake Lloyd became somebody last week? <laughs> A dirt ball. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Homeless. <laughs> yeah.